The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Yo. Hello. Welcome back to The Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. Everything. Uh, everything. 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 What's up, y'all? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus and I have been chatting uh, two plus hours at this point. So, <laughs> they're with us. Yeah. We've exhausted a lot of our con- conversation, as we usually do. <laughs> Yeah. Before getting on the mic, but it's all good. It's all good. We stuff got a lot of good about. stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to make sure that we answer the questions that need to be answered. Basically, the yeah. questions that we find in ourselves that other people ask. Just, uh, just not rambling about random stuff. That's for jam sessions. But yeah. tonight we wanted to kind of talk about a popular question, mm-hmm. 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 Yep. which is what? Yeah, Bishop. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. You can't I'll call right. me Bishop. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, you all the one and only Bishop. <laughs> uh, so the question is, and many of us have asked this, mm-hmm. but how do I know if it is a test from God or an attack from the enemy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another question that is like very similar to that is, how do I know if I'm being tested or if God is punishing me? Yeah. And so taking this question mm-hmm. right we're not going to answer this question immediately because yeah. we want to talk about some more general things just about testing period mm-hmm. right just the topic of testing like what do we mean when we're saying that uh we're being tested what is the purpose of testing yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the difference between testing and temptation mm-hmm. is there ever a test without a temptation mm-hmm. you know what are the different types of testing yeah like we got this is going to be a, a pretty healthy episode. <laughs> Hopefully, like, yeah. it'll be full. Yes, yeah. sir. Like, at the end of it, you will understand, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, just studying it over the past couple of days, man, like, I've learned a lot that I didn't know mm-hmm. about testing. Like, like, what is God really trying to do? Yes, sir. What is really happening? What is his goal and yeah. intention, you know? Mm. So, wow. yeah, so Bishop is going to tell us. Yeah, right. <laughs> What do we mean when we say God is is testing us? Yeah, yeah. Or let me not even ask that question. We know what a what a test is, right? Do we? Do we? I mean, because I, I, do you think it's always presenting itself as something mm-hmm. bad? Because what what do you when you hear it? Mm. Okay, when you hear the I word, didn't even know, I didn't even have anything. Yeah, I didn't have a sound. To so respond like, with, <laughs> I just gave you just when you nothing. when you hear like when you say from person to person like yo you tested me right now, what's yeah. that mean? It means that you are trying to see where I stand on something. Mm. Like, am I going to respond to it? Okay, you know, like yeah, am I going to respond to it in a good way or a bad way? Okay, basically. see, I took it different. I yeah. take if you say yo you tested me right now, it means like. Maybe this is just like a Jersey slang thing, yeah. but it means like, yo, you are like you pushing my buttons. Like, yo, you testing me. Like you yeah. you want you 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 are provoking me to fight almost. Like, yo, you testing me, dude. Like yeah. chill out. That's what it means to me when you say like, yo, you're testing me. You meant like the street slang. Like, I'm I didn't know you was talking. You made me sound like a just a straight up Marcus. Oh well, you oh, know what? Oh, oh, let me see. <laughs> Yeah, what kind dude, of response? You, when, when somebody says, like "Yo, math. dude, you are testing me." Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Somebody, <laughs> you try to see what I'm gonna do out here. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what I meant, though. Like, but it's per- the same thing. It's the same thing in principle. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is it not? No, it is. It is. Yeah. Like you're trying to see what I'm gonna, how I'm gonna react. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you're trying to get it, like I guess you could, like you're trying to get some kind of response. Out yeah, of you're trying me. Yeah, yeah, you're trying me. Yeah. yeah. So I feel huh. like it's I, I interpret it the same way uh, from God, but mm. it, it changes because it's a righteous testing, though. It yeah. ain't just me trying. It's not me provoking you, right? You know, it's without, him 
Yeah. So you said it's a righteous thing. Yeah. A righteous testing. It's a righteous test. Go ahead, Bishop. It, oh my God. What you mean? What you mean? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> oh my God. But no, really, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean, righteous testing? I guess for like, uh, for people sometimes, like, testing each other is like, you don't know the outcome, you know? Mm hmm. Whereas God knows exactly why he is doing something and he knows that it's going to like help you. I see. Essentially. But it's like, like strategic. Yeah. yeah. But for, you know. for the same purpose every time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. I'm tracking Bishop. All right. So that kind of leads into like the next point though. Like what is his purpose in testing us? Mm. What is his purpose? Yeah. Like what is his overall goal? that we can be sure of hmm. no matter what the test is. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want me to? Oh, you, you are. Me? Yes, sir. My turn. <laughs> I was thinking about that scripture in James mm -hmm. chapter one. I'm going to read it real quick. Okay. Hmm. It's funny too, man, how James opens up this chapter though. That was funny to you, huh? Yeah. I, yeah. I was cracking up. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations greetings and then he gets right into like his point like he, he ain't wasting much time he's like <laughs> look one verse for all that greetings yeah <laughs> and he's like but here's here's the scripture we're talking about it says yeah. consider it consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds i'm reading the niv version okay because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance hmm. And then in verse four, it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yeah. Love that. What do you think the, about that? What are your thoughts on that? What do you think? What I do you think? Uh, many oh, thoughts on that. Ahead, but what do you me. think? Well, well, I guess let me ask you a direct question because I know, come I know on, you, got, you got that word. Stop it. You got the word. <laughs> so it says, you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance yeah i shouldn't break perseverance up like that it's not perseverance it's perseverance perseverance <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean though yeah like, the testing of your faith produces perseverance mm. yeah man i like um because different versions use mm. different uh what is that a noun or adjective perseverance i don't know but different versions use different words. Different words. That's all you need. You know, I'm, you I am try to get, word, you know words. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> all right. Look at you, man. It, uh, <laughs> use different nouns and adjectives and verbs. Oh, I'm fake smart, dude. Mm. I'm fake smart. Mm -hmm. But uh, some, some joints say patience. <laughs> some translations say uh, steadfastness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but, man, like that scripture mm. and it's a point that you brought up in the ig video but it's like it is it's not about you adding to your faith necessarily mm. you know it's it's more so it, i mean the scripture says that you're producing your patience you're producing your perseverance yeah and that is what's kind of like revealing your faith to you mm -hmm. because your faith you know you already have the the faith that god has given you and there's scripture, you know, that says that, like, uh -huh. we've all been given, you know, a portion of faith. Right. And that Christ is the author of our faith. Mm. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, nah, I love, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so. I don't want to jump ahead. That's what I'm I like. See what you're saying. <sighs> so I was looking up um, that word. The NIV says perseverance. And you already mentioned, like, the different versions say different words. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> King James uses steadfastness, mm -hmm. right? And when I looked up steadfastness, like, the definition of that means, like, the state of being unmovable, mm. right? And so it caused me to read, like, I, I just substitute immovable. Yeah. And, like, the, it produces the state of being unmovable rather than using the word steadfastness. So if I read it again... It would say the testing of your faith produces the state of becoming immovable. Mm. And then if we use it again, even in verse four, that the state of being immovable finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yeah. So it's like once your faith becomes 
immovable, mm-hmm. unmovable. Mm-hmm. What's the word? Immovable, unmovable. Immovable. Immovable. Yeah, I ain't trusting you. You don't even, you don't even know what a noun is. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Immovable. So once your faith is immovable, mm-hmm. unable to be moved, you'll be. But does it say perfect? Yeah. And complete. Yes, sir. Not wanting anything, not lacking anything, is what it really means. And it's interesting that in. And this is a total aside, but then yeah. the verse goes on and says, but if any of you lacks wisdom, uh, just ask God, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I love that that comes after it because simply asking God for wisdom in any given situation, you have to first have the faith and belief mm. that you would receive what you're asking for, you know. Without the trials, I won't have my patience and my perseverance tested which would add, add to my to the revealing of my faith, which then, you know, lends to me asking God for my wisdom in a given situation and actually believing that I'm going to receive it. Like it, it all yeah. is tied together and part of this is jumping. At, we don't want to jump, whatever. Dude, this is go talk, you, man. Go yeah, but it's all go. part of like yeah. the reason for the test. It's mm. like so that when you come boldly to the throne to talk to me yeah. you you are believing that I am who I am and that I can do what I said I can do and wow. the things that I've showed you are real you know yeah. it's all part of coming to know him and believe in him you mm. know so that's the purpose then yeah you just show how it all works together for the purpose of knowing and believing him mm. and that's that's the ultimate goal yeah. of every test Mm-hmm. that you go through mm-hmm. um all right so we've answered that question <laughs> <laughs> here's another question right mm-hmm. that people that we all find ourselves asking again what is the difference between testing and temptation wow yeah or are they the same thing mm. you know or are they two different parts of a singular situation huh right we were talking about this earlier too yeah right? like can you actually have a test apart from a temptation? Mm. And we we're sitting here, and we're, we don't we're not theologians, right? We haven't, you know, we don't know inside out. But we had trouble thinking of a situation where you would be tested and not tempted. Yeah. But what's cool about it too is it helped us to look at the two different things mm. and see how they both have a purpose. Yeah. Like the test, the purpose of the test, right, is to see, like, will you believe God? Will mm-hmm. you hold on to his word or his, will you just do what he commanded, like, no matter what? Mm-hmm. But the temptation, right, is this rebellious, like, opposition, you know, kind of a thing. Like, will you oppose God? Will mm-hmm. you rebel against God? Mm-hmm. Right? So... While one is will you hold the test is like will you hold to his word and you know his command? Satan's job while you're facing that test or while you're in that test is to tempt you to rebel yeah. or oppose against it. I love how you said that it's Satan's job too, because mm-hmm. we can't we can't ever say that God is tempting yeah. us because that's that's what James one and thirteen says, like mm. You no no man should say that God. Ah, let me not butcher it. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man. Mm. So God is not the tempter. The word says that the tempter is Satan. He's the accuser, the tempter, mm. the thief. All those words, the destroyer. You know, the yeah. son of lies, all that stuff. So it's clearly. I'm just saying that to say like. The two things can occur at the same time, but uh-huh. they are not of the same source. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Or I'm in I'm in agreement with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, we know. Like we talked about it before on the show. Like God allows the enemy to do his thing. Yeah. Right. And like, is the test really complete without it? Without the temptation. That is. That is the question. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, let's think of a test. What's the test? What's an example of a test? Uh, you're at the bus stop and mm-hmm. your bus is late and you're going to be late for work. Mm-hmm. I can get angry. Mm-hmm. I can say, man, I'm about to have a bad day. My day sucks. It's going to yeah. go bad. I could be like, man, God, what are you doing? 
You know I got to get to work on time. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. The test is like. Oh, you said what's the test? Yeah. Yep. Oh. So what's the test? I see test? what you're saying. I see. But, I, but you stay with that same example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the test there? The test when your bus is late and you're going to be late for work. Yeah. The test is do you believe that all things are working I was going to say that. Yeah. All things are working together going. for good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that like do you believe that God is in this? Mm-hmm. Do you still believe that God, you know, has a good purpose for you this day that, you know, he's still with you? And actually he is directing your path and that the bus being late has not taken you out of his will. It, yeah. Right. That's okay. the test. To okay. Trust him. Yeah. Right. And then the temptation. Yeah. You already mentioned is to be angry. Yeah. To, to buck at him again. But yeah, be frustrated. Like actually kind of go into where the enemy would want you to go with it. Mm. Into this whole like stream of negativity, mm-hmm. you know, and doubt yeah. that God is, you know, still in it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like I can't we, – we struggled earlier, like, thinking about a situation. Even, like, in the Bible. Yeah. We talked about Abraham, mm-hmm. right? And this is one of the different types of tests, but it was a test of his obedience. Okay. Right? And we'll talk about the different types of tests a little bit later in the show. But, like, here's Abraham. He, you know, prayed for this son. Mm-hmm. He didn't get him. So he was, like, real old. Mm-hmm. You know, he had – Another son, we ain't trying to go into the whole history of Abraham, but like this was the son of promise. This was the son that God had promised him. Mm -hmm. And then after he has the son that God had promised him that he waited so long for, Mm -hmm. God says, hey, I want you to sacrifice your son for me. Mm -hmm. So the test is, you know, God said sacrifice the son, (laughs) you know, like be obedient, be obedient. Yeah. The temptation is, you know, like, no, God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, this this the only one. It's my son. Yeah, this my son. <laughs> like, <laughs> to buck, to rebel. Yeah. There's the rebellion, the mm-hmm. bucking, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. It's like every situation we came up with, we were like, yo, like, can you possibly, can you possibly not be, like, I feel like Satan shows up in, well, not I feel like that, but that's what we talked about earlier. It's yeah. like Satan shows up in every situation to do his tempting mm-hmm. because I feel like, I mean, that's, that makes a test complete. Yeah. Right. Like if you, you broke and you know, you need money for rent or whatever it is by mm-hmm. the end of the month. Right. And then we're talking about something that's pretty relevant right now with the whole government shutdown and the people being out of work for almost what, 35 days or something yeah. crazy like that. Right. And they still really don't have a promise for money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's neither here nor there. Whole, yeah, yeah, whole yeah. other thing. <laughs> but um, you're in need of money. Mm-hmm. And the test is like, all right, you're you're short on money, but there's a bill due. Mm-hmm. Right? You could either believe God is the provider and that somehow or another he's going to come through and give you exactly what you need mm. right in time, every time, because yes, that's the God he is. But at the same time, there's this temptation to doubt. Yeah. There's a temptation to be like, uh, you know, this is too big for God. God mm-hmm. is not capable of this. No money's going to magically appear for me. You know, yeah. this is, you know, this is, what is, what is God going to do? Yeah. Can God do it? Yep. That's the temptation. Temptation to grumble. Yeah. And complain. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, man, if you guys can think of a situation yep. where you can be tested, but not tempted. Yeah. Like, let us know. Just help us out. Yeah. You know, we, we really trying to learn over here too you mm-hmm. know but it's just interesting man because the two work hand in hand in my mind right now my current understanding is the two work hand in hand to present a complete more rounded mm-hmm. test yeah god wants to allow the enemy to mess with your head a little bit mm-hmm. to see where you stand it's the garden all yeah. over again yeah <laughs> right yeah. like don't touch that apple mm-hmm. and come on you know you want that apple yep you want that apple like it's well-rounded like that. Yeah. Without Satan showing up and doing the tempting, mm-hmm. is it still even, you know, a valid test? But then I guess, like, there are situations where there's an attack, mm-hmm. but God allows that attack for his glory. Like, uh-huh. I'm thinking of Job, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, his family's killed. 
all his livestock's killed, his crops and all all kind of stuff. He yeah. gets boils, mm. attack on his health. You know, his friends are accusing him yeah. and stuff. And it's like, this is, we see in the scripture that it's an attack from the enemy because right. God said, like, do all these things to him, just don't kill him. Yeah. Right. You know? So these were blatant attacks from the enemy. Mm-hmm. The temptation within those attacks, though, is all the things that we've been saying, like, you know, to rebel and say that God isn't God. And what is what did it say? You you quoted it earlier that it said, like, in each chapter that he and Job didn't. What oh, did it say? Yeah, I'm going to look it up real quick so I say it exactly. It says, like, and he never cursed God or something like something, that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, what does it say? It says, in all this, this is chapter one, mm-hmm. like, things had started to go down. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. There you go. Yeah. Right? So it's like he God is allowing these attacks from the enemy, and he's testing Job to see whether or not he's going to, whether or not he believes he's God or not. Do yeah. you? Because Satan's whole thing was like, well, he's a righteous man, and he loves you so much because you uh-huh. look what you've done for him. Like, yeah. his life is great. He's yeah. like, what if you take a little bit of that away? And God's like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I know Job. Like, that's my man. Go ahead and try. Uh. Go try him out. There we go with the word try. Yeah, you know, is. like, yeah. go test him. And and it's an attack. So, you know, we would we would perceive that stuff as an attack. Like, you get a disease and your money and this and that. And we like, man, the enemy is really just attacking me right now. Yeah. But at the same time, God is like, but, but see me in this. I'm allowing it first of all. Mm -hmm. And I'm allowing it so that your faith is revealed to you. And you, you know who I am more fully than you did before the attack even came. Wow. And you trust me more, you know? Mm. But again, it's like, there's this temptation in there with yeah. this test, you know? Like, think about that, though. Mm-hmm. An attack is allowed. Mm-hmm. What, is, what does that say to you, though? Like, I an know. attack is allowed against <laughs> yeah. everything you own. Yeah. Right? Man, goodness gracious. Yeah. Like, what is, huh, what it shows to me. Yes, sir. Just real quick. I mean, no, like, go. definitely add your point. But, like, what it shows me is, like, God is more concerned about your loyalty, your love for him, mm-hmm. your, you know, appreciate your praise, your work, your, like your faith mm. more so than anything you, you own or yeah. have, or that is important or your health to you. How you feel. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. really worried about that. Like yeah. it's him. Yeah. That's all. Like he wants you to keep the right perspective on him more than anything. Yeah. You see, Jesus was like, uh, he was like, don't don't be concerned with you know the one that could like destroy your body. Yeah, he's like, be destroyed with me, like who could destroy your whole soul, like all yeah. of you, you know. Even hearing that still it's gives like, me oof. like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I was about to um, talk about Judges three, okay, and it's the chapter where uh, a, uh, a generation of Israel was left to basically fight Mm. um and i'll just start it uh judges 3 verse 1 says these are the nations that the lord left in the land to test those israelites who would not experience the wars of canaan he did this to teach warfare to generations of israelites who had no experience in battle and then it goes on to name the nations the philistines the canaanites sidonians the hivites um and it says these people were left to test the israelites to see whether they would obey the commands the lord had given to their ancestors through moses he'll allow your enemies to be right there with you you know he'll allow you to go to war he'll allow you know you to get harmed you know yeah all because he knows he has like his his he works all things according to his plan the word says like he and his plan has been made from from before like i i can't even say that with the right words like it's an eternal plan like it's already he's already oh, taking deep. care of you i can't mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because dude when you mm. when you start to have like an eternal everlasting mindset of yeah. like oh god has like 
so much more for me than like what I just see around me, mm. you know, my everyday circumstance. Like he he knows me in eternity, and he's brought me. Wow. He's bring he's brought me. This is what I'm, like you can say it in this way. He's brought me with him in eternity and everlasting life yeah. with him now. Jeez. Like he sees us there now with him. We are seeing ourselves right here. So he's like. I can harm you now because I know where you're going to be already. I'm with you there right now, actually. That stuff is, it makes me, yeah. But it's like, you see what I'm saying, though? Uh, he is in eternity, dude. God is in eternity. So it's like, this little stuff that he got going on with us, you got, a, you got sick. He's like, dude, don't you know, like, I gave you everlasting life. You're you're good. You're in the book. Yeah. Jesus was like, "Don't rejoice because you see all these miracles. Like, rejoice because your name is in the book. Like, this is all right. All right. All right. Nah, man, don't cut that off. <laughs> Try to hit the off switch. Don't hit the off <laughs> switch on that. That's why I ain't say nothing. But I these, just want you to. Yeah, these yeah. tests, man. Like, they are. Whoa. They're just for us to glorify Him and know Him more. And He will like like if you, I'm glad you stopped there, dude, because He'll go to measures and extents like i know personally like he will mm. leave you feeling awful devastated yeah for his glory to let yeah. you know like yeah. i'm god you know because he sees so because he sees right now you know he sees me sitting in this room talking to you preaching the gospel and teaching the gospel and, and glorifying him but back f three or four years ago when i'm like crying devastated yelling out to him not even really knowing him angry and stuff you know what I'm saying? Feeling just terrible, not wanting to go on in life. He's like, but I see this right here, you know? Mm. So I'll allow this. This will pass. This is just this is just a night. Ugh. You got me yapping, dude. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. Nah, bro. That's why, but that's why it says rejoice. Rejoice when you face these trials. It made me think of, like, you just talking about all this, man. Like, you know how we sing songs about it. But do we really understand it? Like, mm. He who has begun a good work in you, right, is able to bring it to completion. Mm. Here we go. We read, uh, be confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Oof. Right? So when you talk about, like, the eternal version of yourself that God sees, it's like God. God knows the perfect and complete version of you mm. while we're still you know we still here like mm -hmm. you know uh, <laughs> you know god i can't stop looking at this chick god i can't you know like i was like come on man yeah like, you know you still you know you still trapped in flesh you still surrounded by uh a world that is ran by the evil one. Mm -hmm. Like you still, you know, it's going to be tests. It's going to be trials, but like all these things, like it just reminds me of the scripture that you always bring it up. All these things are working together mm. for your good. Like I started something. I'm God. Mm. I'm not going to leave something unfinished. I'm sure. bringing it. Yeah. Right. But like he already knows the end product. He's well acquainted with the end product. Mm. So it's like, we like what I'm thinking about now after you said it is like we should almost be like striving to understand what he sees in us. Yeah. Like how he sees, like how do you I mean his word defines what that person mm -hmm. like looks like, right? And that person is somebody who operates in a perfect and complete faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who like really knows like oh god is absolutely real mm -hmm. he's awesome and he's able to do anything and mm -hmm. he does provide and he does heal and he does you know move whenever he's needed like greater is he that is in me yeah, than he that's like, in the world yeah you believe that perspective that. like he's trying to get like everything that we're going through is pushing us towards that more complete and full Oof. perspective mm -hmm. but not everybody not for everybody yeah Right, which leads to our our next question, mm -hmm. right? Or the question that we asked in the beginning: How do I know if I am being tested, or if God is punishing me? Mm. Like we've been talking about this testing part of it. Like we know that He's trying to move us towards a more complete, perfect faith. Yeah, right. That we would be mm. ourselves complete and perfect, according to James 
chapter one, first couple of verses. But how do I know if I'm being tested mm. for this, this completion, perfection process, or if I'm just being punished? How do I know? Yeah. Bishop? <laughs> All right, I'm going to start with the bishop thing. I'm, I'm overdoing it. Let me <laughs> shut up. No more bishop, man. <laughs> bishop is over. No, Nah, no more bishop. So how do I know? Nah, go ahead. Yeah? Yeah. So the scriptures are more than we could say. Yeah, so we uh you said Psalm eleven. Psalm eleven, I wanna say verse five. Let me pull it up. And I gotta be honest. Oof. Man, first Peter uh-huh. one, chapter one verse six, it's talking about going through trials. It says, And all this greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. But it says these trials have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. And it says the genuineness of your faith that is of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire. Man, I'm sorry. What were you about to say? Nah, nah. I was going to read Psalm chapter 11, Mm. verses 5 and 6. Oof. And this is the answer to the question, and we got to come back to your point too, or the scripture you just read too. No, nah, that was just I don't know. Nah, I'm saying like, okay, this, okay. I'm with yeah, you. Like I'm with this, you. I'm with you. Ties right into that. I'm with you. Right. So if we look at <laughs> Psalm chapter 11, verses five and six, verse five said, "The Lord examines the righteous." Like examine when like when we look throughout scripture, you start to see that like this examining and this testing mm. is kind of like one and the same. Mm. Right, like in the Old Testament, when it says like he was testing Israel for this, he was examining them, right? And like the two are, I'm not going to say the two are kind of interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And if you looked up a bunch of scriptures, on, like if you look, what does the Bible say about being tested? You'll see that this examining mm-hmm. and testing are kind of like synonymous. You, synonymous, yeah. So in verse five, it says, "The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence." He hates with a passion. On the wicked, he will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. Mm. A scorching wind will be their lot. So he's talking about two different types of people. Yeah. In the first verse, he said, well, not the first verse, because he mentioned both in the first verse, but in the first part of the first verse, it says the Lord examines or tests mm-hmm. the righteous. I think there's another version that even says test. They use the word test. Mm-hmm. But the wicked... Those who love violence, he hates with a passion, mm. right? And then he says that the wicked will have all these, you know, things that they'll be dealing with throughout their life. Mm-hmm. But there's the, there's the answer to that question right there. It's like if you are walking with God, if you are, you know, you've accepted mm. uh, Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are walking with him. You are, you know, uh, keeping his word to the best, you know, of your ability and just you know, you have faith and mm-hmm. you're doing this, yeah. right? <laughs> Not perfection, but you're, yeah. just, you're just trying to be obedient. Yeah, right? you're trying yeah. to please Your God. heart is in the right place. Exactly. <laughs> if you're doing that and you're going through things, you can be certain that these are tests. Yeah. These are trials just examining you. Mm. But if you are living in wickedness, if you are embracing and practicing sin, mm-hmm. then the result of it is verse 6. This fiery coals, uh, burning sulfur, <laughs> scorching wind, like yeah. no comfort. Yeah, is what that is. Just a uh, punishment mm-hmm. is what that is. Like he's telling you, like this is this is your lot. It even says it says this will be their lot. This is their lot in life. Mm-hmm. A punishment from him. Mm. So that answers the question, though. Yeah, like very very clearly. And this is not the only uh, scripture that says this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were looking at. Yeah, like oh my gosh, listen to this, y'all. This is Second Peter, chapter two. I'm gonna read, starting at Jesus. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna start at verse like five. Okay, because what he's doing, like he's giving an example of Lot on mm-hmm. just like how God handles things. Okay, right. So it says like, for if God did not spare angels. When they sin, I mean, all this is in reference to false teachers, but we're not really going to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, for if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, 
putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people but protected noah a preacher of righteousness and seven others if he condemned the cities of sodom and gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly and if he rescued lot a righteous man who was distressed by the depraved conduct of the lawless for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard if this is so then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous in punishment until the day of judgment. Mm. So it's saying like, you can see it right there. The godly, he's rescuing them from trials. Mm -hmm. It's only trials for them. But the rest, the unrighteous, are kept in punishment until the day of judgment. Mm. So it's like, that's how you know. Yeah. You know, like you, it's one of those things was like, all right, check your walk. Yeah. Are you are you lying? Like if you're trying to figure out if what you're going through is a test, check your walk first. Yeah. Like really examine yourself. Yeah. And we, I, I guess, I want to say like we should examine of ourselves. Course, yeah. I hate saying like you, you know, y'all, <laughs> you know, you know who I'm talking to. Like <laughs> <laughs> talking to all of us, we gotta us. examine ourselves. Yeah. Man. <laughs> if you're walking in wickedness, you know, we're not saying like oh you you slipped up and you did this or no, but it's like. We all know what we do and what we think and yeah. what we're doing in secret and in the dark. If you are doing things that are wicked and you know it, yeah, you should check yourself, mm. repent, ask God for forgiveness, and stop doing it. Yeah, because the scripture is very clear on what the possible you know ramifications could be. Yeah, and at any rate, you're hindering your relationship with God. First of all, which can hinder your prayers. Yeah. You know, it can hinder the things that you desire outside of, you know, this, you know, I, I'm not going to say that, but it could just, yeah, it could hinder <laughs> <laughs> the things that you desire. Yeah. You know, it's like that scripture about, you know, husbands be kind to your wives so mm -hmm. your prayers aren't hindered. And, mm -hmm. you know, these, these are very serious things. Like God does not. He does not get joy out of punishing the wicked. Let's not even right. think that, you know, like he doesn't like the fact that man is rebellious and wicked. Like it saddens him. It grieves the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but because of who he is and his word and he says his word does not come back void. There are consequences for sin and there is a measure of sin that he will like for lack of a better term put up with yeah until yeah. judgment comes you know and you see that in the you can read the story of like sodom and gomorrah but mm -hmm. the the language as as to what was happening there was very specific like they had reached a level where god was just like this can't go on anymore wow. you see it with the flood too like he was like yo uh-uh this is too much mm -hmm. y'all done too much sinning i gotta and then What's interesting is we see now that the works of the enemy start to come in and destruction and, you know, yeah. all of these types of different things. And then, But Satan wants to do that, like, constantly to you. Yeah. And God is always, like, you know, his grace is covering us. Mm -hmm. but Satan wants to do so much worse than, you know, give you a little cold or make yeah. you bust late. You know, believe that. Like, he wants Kill, to destroy. Yeah. Destroy. He wants to destroy you. Mm. And God is like, uh-uh. Because he wants everything to happen for his glory. He don't want... You know, any any he don't want Satan's work wasted. Mm. I'll, I'll I'll be bold enough to say it like mm. that. You know, he all of it for his glory. Wow. But yeah, does that answer it as to I whether? So. Yeah. And I think you made a point earlier. You were saying like the end, the mm. end of the two looks different. Oh. Yeah, like when you read that scripture, mm -hmm. right? My bad. Can you read the That's end First of that? Peter? Uh, first Peter. Chapter 1, and it's verse 6 and 7, it says, In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kind of trials. These have come so that the proven, so that the proven genuineness, so that <laughs> these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though re refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when mm. Jesus Christ is revealed. Like, that's what the end of the, the test and the trials yeah. look like. That's what it should produce. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of them. Yeah. It says to praise, glory, and honor when Christ is revealed. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's all for you to just glorify God and know God and praise him. Yeah. That is for the righteous and those who have received and confessed Christ and, mm-hmm. and are walking in truth in Christ. But for the wicked, that's not the it's not the case. You know, they're wise in their own eyes and they think their ways are right. And for them, it can't produce that. You you know like the mm-hmm. test can't produce praise of, of Christ because they've already denied him wow. in their hearts. Wow. Their hearts are hardened against him. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. I have a list of or we have we Marcus, have a list. Marcus list. No. I don't co sign yeah. this list. <laughs> we have a list of it ain't four in the word. different types. <laughs> <laughs> four different types of testing. And there, I'm sure there are more. Yeah. Uh but the four different types of testing and just I guess like quick examples mm-hmm. of them. One we already talked about obedience. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Abraham had to obey God's command to attempt to sacrifice his son mm. you know god we know god stepped in at the last second and was like nah you ain't gotta do that it was mm-hmm. a ram in a bush was it actually a ram in a bush i mean that's what the words say there's a ram in the bush at the end of that story but <laughs> obedience is one type of testing uh the next type that we have on our list is <laughs> is sin yeah you know the sin test will yeah. you sin uh what's an example of that i feel like it's, it's plenty in real life a scriptural example. Um, I got one. Exodus twenty twenty. After Moses gave the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. it says, uh, "Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you, and that His fear may be before you, so that you may not sin mm. and rebel against Him.' You know, yeah. miss the mark. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess the biggest one in that category is like Christ being tested. In the mm. wilderness, too, right? Wow. To not sin. Wow. Yeah, I, we didn't even talk about those tests. Yeah. But, yes, if you want to see how God tests us, look at look at Christ in the wilderness. Wow. Yeah. Faith and belief. Like, a test of your faith. Mm. You know, what's an example of that? Uh, scripture. From Scripture. Abraham again. Yeah. yeah. He's Abraham again. Um, and then the fourth type. Patience. Mm. Your patience. What's an example of that? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's so late, man. Um, like yeah. somebody having to wait on. I remember you told that story uh, about the lady whose like son had died, and oh. people were asking her like, "What's up?" Yeah, she was how you feel, Elisha. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was like, "All is well," but she still had to like wait. Yeah, for her son to be revived mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Or brought back to life. I don't know if revived is a word. Yeah. But she had to be patient. And like during the time, like I feel like that's one of the hardest tests, man. Yeah. If you're waiting on God to show up, mm-hmm. but being patient and as you're being patient, being sure yeah. that God is, you know, like, because it hasn't manifested itself yet and you're being kind of tested just to wait mm. and see God show keep up. Keep your attitude, right? Yeah. You know, not grumble, but be serious. Right. It. Like, not just say, you know, oh, you know, whatever. I'm, yeah. But, like, literally believe in your heart. Like, no, no, no. Like, real yeah. patience isn't just a posture. It's, like, believing and, and like, oh, the attitude is, is really, like, I don't know, that lack of a better word, like, yeah. positive. Like, you're not... Go ahead. I'm, no, I'm I'm listening to you talk, mm. and like as you're talking, I'm reminded of a time where God showed me the test I would have. Ooh, yeah. Like I think I told I don't know if I told this story on the podcast before, but I think I told it to you personally. But like when we were selling our first house, mm. we put our house on the market, and the second we put our house on the market, uh, like WSSC, which is the water company where we live, they came around and they were like, yeah, we got to like dig up like, you know, your whole front yard, you know, and like the street out front. And, you know, we got to fix these pipes. They like 12 feet deep. Or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like the day we put the house on the market, like the very next day, our yard is gone. Yeah. It's construction tape mm-hmm. all around the house. It's a bulldozer parked out front. It's a construction zone like yeah. the very next day. Right. So we like, all right, man. You know, and um, I didn't tell you the test part of it, but right before it happened, mm-hmm. God, through 
multiple people. Mm-hmm. One guy in church said it, and then the realtor we were working with said it. They said, like, say that your house is going to be sold within 30 days. Mm-hmm. And then after they said it, it's like God has spoke to me. He said, you don't you dare speak a word against it. Mm. Do not speak a word against it. Not a, not a single word of doubt against yeah. it. So I couldn't be like, man, this house ain't going to sell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this sucks, yo. This ain't going to never happen. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't say anything like that. And God, I told my wife about it, and we were like, yo, we got to agree not to say anything. Mm-hmm. Right? So here's what happened. Dug up the front yard. Right? A couple more days go by. We're staying at my wife's parents' house with them. We get this call that the alarm went off at like two o'clock in the morning. We go over, we found out that like somebody had broken in the house. Mm. They stole like a bunch of stuff out of the garage. I don't know why we still had stuff. Well, we we had reasons, but like we had stuff in the garage. And then like the next day we got the window like sealed up and everything. A couple more nights go by, get another alarm, go back. Somebody had broken in the house again, right? And so like these kids were getting into the house and they were just like taking stuff that we still had in the garage that we had nowhere to put. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they were just taking all the stuff that was stored in there. But, like, stuff kept happening, man. Mm-hmm. You know, God told me I couldn't say anything. Yeah. Right? But what it showed me is, like, that's what that faith really, really looks like. Yeah. I didn't understand it before then. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, how we talk about, like, double-mindedness, yeah. right? Like, a double-minded man shouldn't expect anything from the Lord. Mm. Double-mindedness is you saying, hey, God... I know you're going to do this. And then saying, man, you know, this sucks. This this ain't going to happen. And mm-hmm. I can't believe this is going on, right? And all that. That's what double-mindedness looks like. Or not even saying or not, like, acting according to it. Like, yeah. if you if you do things that right. aren't even, like, in agreement with that. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, yeah. you don't really believe it's going to happen. Then, uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Wow. And so the end of the story is, I was going to say, like, one night, one night. This is not the end of the story. I lied. <laughs> I was over the house after somebody had broken in and I walked through it and everything. And God was like, get on your knees and just pray about this situation mm-hmm. right now. And so I like, I listened to him and like in that moment, he just like reassured me, like everything's going to happen exactly the way we said it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what ended up happening is we were hoping for 30 days for this house to be moved in 30 days. The house sold in 17 days. Okay. And not only did it sell in 17 days, but like people were fighting over the house wow. not not fighting fighting but like we got multiple offers yeah. and people were trying to beat other Bidding offers yeah yeah so what was cool about it is if you pull it up to the house all you see is like bulldozer construction tape there's glass you know in mm-hmm. the yard behind the house but in spite of all of that mm-hmm. people were still willing to pay above what we were asking for wow. for the house and multiple offers and everything so it just showed me like yo Mm-hmm. We walk by faith, yo, yeah. not by sight. Yeah. And when wow. we say something, you know, or we, we when he tells you something, yeah, when he tells you something, or yeah. when you pray, like how we say, you believe, you received it, and yes, all sir. that, like you can't, you can't say nothing. You gotta, you gotta rebuke thoughts mm-hmm. against it. You gotta really keep yourself on track with what it is that God promised mm-hmm. or what it is you asked for, mm-hmm. right? Be focused. And, like, that's the test. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep God's word, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, man. So, all right. Uh, with that being said, mm-hmm. uh, we put up a post on Instagram. In the post, we were telling people, a part of it is he uses the test to show you where you are yeah. in your faith walk. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, like, if you <laughs> – I was thinking about this. Like, if you need – like, say, say God is trying to work patience mm-hmm. in you. Right, he's like he reveals to you like you ain't got no patience, Jason. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, no, I got patience, so I'm trying to work on patience now, God. Well, which, what's going to happen <laughs> yes, after <sir>. that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A bunch of and we're talking about like attitude type of patience, mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of annoying people are going to come yeah. up. You're going to deal with the dude at you know McDonald's or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to mess up your order. Or every little thing is going to happen because God's trying to give you opportunity to let His Spirit work patience yes, sir. in you, but. As you're going through these things, you know, you get to see firsthand what's your real. <laughs> yeah. You know, because we talked about this recently. Like, nobody's going to be like, I ain't got no patience. Or I'm going to fail God in, mm. in 2019. I'm going to mess up, you know, a whole bunch. Like, nobody's going to just say that stuff, right? Like, you <laughs> like to believe, like, no, I got a lot of patience. I'm, I'm peaceful and, you know, all that. But mm-hmm. the situations that actually happen mm-hmm. on a day-to-day They'll reveal. You where you are. They reveal. Mm. Yeah, they reveal. Um mm. We're talking about a lot of different stuff. 
but all good. I want to read a comment that our like good friend left on one of our posts. We put up a post about this episode because we knew we were going to talk about testing. So I wanted to read the comment that he wrote, and it serves as like good motivation. And I was like, yo, we gotta we gotta mention this on the show, but it's good motivation for a test or dealing with tests. So here here he is. This is Creek Bay on Instagram. All right, so look him up. That's C R E E K B E Y. He says we also have to understand that through tests is how God builds our faith, and through faith. Our relationship becomes more intimate with God, hence greater growth, manifestations, revelations, and understanding in our lives. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Mm-hmm. That's a reference to Psalms chapter 34 and 8. And then he also says, like, and I thought this was this is the part I kind of wanted to get to um, as far as, like, when you're facing tests, like, take this advice to heart. He says, Embrace the challenge. Become comfortable being uncomfortable. Strive where they say there's no hope. Those are the greatest opportunities for growth. But we constantly miss our opportunities wallowing in our self-pity. For my strength is made perfect and my power is most effective in your weakness. Embrace the challenge. Yeah. Like understand. Like if you are if you know you're going in for a test, you prepare for it. Yeah. Right. And like we talked about this earlier. Like we think it's like, oh, a test here, a test there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but now if you read the word, you start to see like we're God is constantly testing us. He's constantly examining us. Um, this uh scripture from Job, real quick. Job chapter seven, verses seventeen and eighteen says like what are people that you should make so much of us that you should think of us so often for you examine us every morning and test us every moment. Mm. So you're under constant mm-hmm. examination, you mm-hmm. know, and this, he's examining your heart yeah. all day. Like mm-hmm. where's where, you know, you love me, yeah. you love your brother, you yeah. love me, you love your brother, you know? Um, yeah, man. Like that's some, I just thought that was a really good, thing to incorporate yeah you know into this episode because that's really key like embrace the challenge become comfortable being uncomfortable strive where they say there's no hope those are the greatest opportunities for growth Mm. yeah so that's awesome stuff man peter was in jail singing dude (laughs) wow yeah like doesn't even make sense yeah yeah uh good stuff yeah all right later All right, later. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag, the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.